What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Rich from Rich's Barbecue, you know, keeping the shit live, okay? You're listening to the Airbus Podcast. Finesse. Hello and welcome to the Earbuds Podcast. I am very clearly not Jamel Johnson. I am Peter Moses. I am very clearly not Jamel Johnson. I am Mike Benner. Happy basketball, Michael. Happy basketball to you, Peter. Happy basketball starting tomorrow, baby. Happy basketball. How about that? We're pretending We're like the bubble already. didn't even happen. Just <laughs> so fucking insane that like it still crazy me that the NBA was like, you know, we did everything right. You know, we did everything we could to protect our players and their families. Uh, let's let's try the other way now. <laughs> let's be uh, let's do it all wrong this time. I didn't know any but better. You know, I felt like they were being run by a bunch of congressional leaders in the Democratic Party. It is a hot goddamn mess. Jamel's not here. Jamel will be here later in this episode for a preview of our Patreon, our beautiful Patreon. Right, we will be dropping uh, a, a preview, a Patreon preview at the end featuring uh, not only Jamal Johnson, who is probably asleep right now and forgot that he agreed to record, uh, but also, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it. One, one, of the, one of the NBA Twitter legends out there, Emmy Award winning Jason Concepcion. God, we had him on that. A Twitter god spelled G-A-W-D. Yeah. Go he, uh, we had him on to complete our uh, City Edition Jersey Review series. Uh, so if you want to go support the Buds and hear those episodes, patreon.com slash airbudspod. Look, we just also, Peter, what did we do? We, we're, we're rolling out a new option for the, for, to support the we Buds. Want, we want to give you free shit. If you give us money, we'll give you free shit. That's always the Airbuds promise. If you give us cash, we'll give you free stuff. So if you join... You know, a lot of people will call that uh, commerce. No, no, no. We're not, not about not, it. Not, <laughs> we're about it. We want to give it away for free because we're socialists, but you need to provide us money first. Yeah, you pay you pay us and we'll give you free stuff. And now what's, what's our newest option? So here? if you want to listen to this amazing episode we did with... Jason, which you'll hear some of. We did the Western Conference with the very funny CJ Toledano. You can subscribe to our Patreon now for the entire year. So you don't get that like, hey, it's just a coffee. It's like, no, it's more like a travel mug, a couple travel mugs from Starbucks all at once. And then we will send you a free new Airbuds t-shirt of your choosing, which are also on sale right now for anybody who doesn't feel like dipping into, I think, one of the coolest communities of basketball in my life, the slack. I'm not an active participant, but I am a very... Um, <laughs> you are absolutely not an active participant. I'm more of like, like a voyeur, you know? I like, I'm People a, have just started tagging you and making fun of you, seeing if you'll show up. Like, oh, no, I see it all. Let's be very clear. <laughs> I see all of it. Yeah. I am... I'll, um, I'll, I'll hop in there if someone really, really gets me going. Um, well... You know what to do, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is like a bunch of very fantastic people that Benner um, is inviting to his wedding. 
Um, Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, you didn't know? You invited the all oh, everyone. If you subscribe to our Patreon, you get to go to Benner's wedding party whenever that is. Look how just you got to fucking find it, losers. <laughs> um, Look, I, I love all of our Patreon subscribers. Uh, the Slack is like truly... I would pay $5 a month to be in it. I would pay $60 up front for the year, which is what our annual option is now on patreon.com. And look, there's another thing we got to get out of the way. If you leave us a five-star review <laughs> on Apple podcasts, we will read whatever you write on the air, including uh, this review left by uh, username, the Paticus. Uh, he left a five-star review and the headline is Trump. And then the body is can lick my nuts. All right. Simple and elegant. Um, Stay classy, my guy. Know. I like it. Yeah. And then I wanted to uh, I wanted to hop over to you know to the our, our Canadian friends. We didn't know. We had no idea, Mike. We had no idea that in different countries there's different sets of reviews that we can't access or see from our country. It's like every review um, is like a different style outlet that you have to have the right settings for, and we just have been stuck in our. Stuck in our bubble, you know? Yeah. So, uh, a friend of the podcast, uh, incredible Twitter follower, follow. Uh, if you go to at Kate Beat All over there, she is a, uh, you know, one of the funniest and uh, frankly weirdest and best uh, Ra- Raptors Twitter people. She has an incredible knowledge on like how salary cap works. I fucking learned a lot about contracts and shit. Also, as a, one of my favorite recurring bits uh, where she is a uh, she secretly believes that Giannis Antetokounmpo actually signed his max deal back on December 6th and the Bucks just failed to tell the world. I don't know where it started, but it's bizarre. Anyways, follow Kate. She was gracious enough to send us a bunch of uh, screen grabs of, of uh, Apple Podcasts uh, Canada. And I just want to read her review real quick. Uh, headline, Kyle Lowry is a future Hall of Famer. Uh, five stars listen if you're going to make me hashtag save the buds that's calling back uh to when i lied to twitter and told them apple is taking our podcast away uh uh listen if you're going to make me save the buds i will but it's got to be said woeful lack of raptors content from the buds kyle lowry over everything og ananobi is the prince who was promised and Giannis signed his extension on december 6th but the incompetent bucks front office forgot to tell us we the north baby the buds rule I thank you. First of all, second of all, I feel like we talked a fair amount of Raptors last year. I think we talk about a lot, uh, a lot of Raptor stuff. You know, we we talk about Kyle Lowry a lot for sure. Yeah. Um, I think this is just uh, honestly, we, it's just the confidence talk- <laughs> of Raptors fans. Didn't we talk about him being like a Hall of Fame musical chairs player like a week and a half ago? <laughs> we uh, I think it was our last episode. Yeah. Uh, we definitely talked about Kyle Lowry and, you know, we might talk about, uh, the Raptors a little bit more, um, on this episode. We'll see, but I also want to, uh, point out another review, uh, that was just in the screen grabs that Kate, the the screen grabs Kate sent were overwhelmingly positive, mostly five stars. People like us up in Canada and you know what? I fucking love Canada. So I'm happy that we are like there. Um, You and me, buddy. We got some Canadian ladies in our lives. Absolutely. Um, but uh, there's one, <laughs> there's one Apple Podcast Canada review uh, left by Levy Boy. That's L A E V Y B O Y. His headline is, "They are no Bill Simmons." One star, 
And then the body is poorly produced, poor knowledge of basketball, just a bad podcast. Honestly, I feel like that's exactly how you also describe our podcast, Benner. So I'm not even going to get mad at him. I'm like, wait a minute. That's what Mike says about us. (laughs) And it took me very, uh, very little um, figuring out that. So he left this review on June 5th of this year, which was just mere days after uh, the Rosillo Simmons Black Lives Matter podcast that we just (laughs) (laughs) destroyed them for. So, like, Lavey Boy, if you're listening, please come on the pod. I want to know. Yeah, man. Listen, we're not (laughs) open. We're open to anybody talking slander to our face at all times. Absolutely. Uh, And also, if that's the reason why you you snapped and left us a terrible uh, review... Uh, fuck you, you goddamn racist. <laughs> oh my God. Benner, you always have the softest touch with our fans. I really, really, you are the one. Lavy Boy's not a fan. I'll die for our fans. Hey, man. Fans can also be people who fucking hate you. I think that's the biggest thing that people confuse. As long as they're not going to do the murder, then hate me all you want. That's fine. That's a good point. I think uh, one like thing about like real professional haters, you know, like people that like hate on another level... Um, they like consume everything that the people they hate do. When you say haters, the first thing I think about is Private Parts, the Howard Stern movie, where Paul Giamatti is like reading, like he's like the people who love Stern, they they listen to him for three hours a day, and the people that hate Stern listen to him for six hours a day. It's like that's always what I think about. It's like yeah, of course, if you like hate something, like people hate Colin Coward and give him. Hours of their week. Oh, Hours. Yeah. Good for him. Good Absolutely. for him. He figured it out. Life hack. Life hack, baby. All right, Peter. let's get into we've got we've we've got a preview coming of the jerseys, which I believe is some beautiful podcasting, but we have general things to talk about. It does feel better like the 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 season is I can't believe it's here. And it feels like it's also maybe not gonna be here for very long, or maybe it'll be fine. <laughs> it's it's very... gonna be beautiful while it lasts. Sure. Yeah, said that about a lot of things in my life, and they are no longer here. So, yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Uh, my uh, my my grandfather, mm-hmm. my first marriage, uh, the the one time when I got a couple of those beads when I went to Mexico when I was a teenager on a family trip. <laughs> Wait, you got you got your hair braided in Mexico? I no, not braided. Like pro- closer to like remember in the office when Michael Scott goes to Jamaica and he comes back with like a tiny like two yeah. tiny little beads. It was more yeah. like that. It was like. It was like uh, that is I I feel like I man I miss Jamel I I wish Jamel was here (laughs) to hear this. Listen, well you know we know he listens. Also, I know he's listening because we got into a huge fight today about who not a huge fight, but I kind of remembered me um, standing for the Tampa Bay or the the Rams instead of the Bucks. But uh, he found the tape and he proved me wrong. And uh, the Rams lost to the winless Jets today. So doesn't he's not even here to defend himself. Uh. You you bring up football for one second. I know you blacked out. It's blackout. I don't think about it. All right, let's talk Peter, about it. We... Uh, or Jamel sent the clip to the to our group text, <laughs> and I was just like, I don't even know what the fuck is happening here. What did we like? I don't know. I I, I felt like hearing um like a moment of your life that you just weren't there for. It's a lot of this podcast for I think ever all of us. <laughs> I remember a lot. It's just all the NFL stuff as I tune out. Anyways, the season is back starting tomorrow. Um, 
I think for a little while I was feeling like I'm not ready for this. And now suddenly I'm very ready. I feel like I'm looking forward to having basketball back in my life. I I don't think we should be doing it. Uh, I think it might be immoral to be doing it. I feel bad that we're forcing Carl Anthony Towns to just fucking go out there and act like this disease didn't take half his family away from him. But uh, I'm excited to have basketball back on to watch in the middle of the day, I guess. I just, yeah, mass up. Let's get this vaccine rolling. And I mean, who knows? Who knows what 2021 will bring? But we do each have two questions for each other that we want to kind of do a mini preview of this season before you catch the tail end of our, our Jersey ranking conversation. Was that we're going to, we're going to give them the tail end, not the tail beginning. Is there yeah. a chunk you got in mind? Is there a chunk I have in mind of the, Oh no, I'm for just the saying preview. the tail end of this podcast, like the tail end oh, of this it, podcast will be the preview, will be the top of the preview pod. This is like fucking tenant. Yeah, dude, so we'll fix it in post, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, have you, seen, have first... you seen Tenet? I am not going to fucking watch Tenet. Absolutely not. That's I wasn't a... going to watch it, and then a uh, friend of the podcast, Edgar Malplacier, has convinced me that it is so ridiculously bad that I will enjoy it, and now I think I'm going to rent Tenet. <sighs> okay, that, that checks out. I also feel like, can we stop making Denzel Washington Jr. in everything? I did not, not a not a fan, personally. Doesn't, doesn't, doesn't scratch the itch for me. It's like Diet Pepsi... Denzel, you know, that's and that's what I'm looking for in the Klansman movie for sure. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> I thought he was fine in the Klansman movie, the Black Klansman. Yeah. I have not really cared about him in anything else he's done, but I don't know. He was in Ballers. Oh well, now I'm on board. All right, Guys, what's your first we, question? We, about have, this we have we each have two burning questions uh, for each other. Uh, to to act as our half-assed season preview, and you know what? If 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 it's the earbuds, it's gonna be half-assed, right, Peter? Yeah, man. We're pretending. This is all a big pretend. <laughs> Give me your first fake question, <laughs> Peter. I want to know where do you think James Harden is going to finish this season? I can't say a team, but it does feel like the Eastern Conference. Why so? Just seems like everything that they're talking about in all the Bleacher Report updates is some version of Toronto, Philly, New Jersey, the Heat. I'm still calling them the New Jersey Nets. I noticed. Listen, y- y'all knew it. Y'all knew what I meant. Yeah, everyone knew it. it. Not yeah. for one second would people like, huh? Um, I, it just seems like the continual shift of power would be really nice to get some Eastern some get some players in the East. That is nice. Um, But I don't really have like, I also can't really tell. Like, it seems like it's just like, it's happening. It doesn't, it feels like it's now a matter of when, not if. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like you said, the most persistent rumors have been the Sixers or the Nets. Um, Daryl Morey has come out. Daryl Morey, you know, obviously former uh, James Harden's former GM come out and said we're not trading ben simmons for james harden it seems like the rockets have been like well that's the only thing we fucking want plus a bunch of picks or whatever do you think james harden is more is worth more than ben simmons alone like 
does James Harden really command at 31 years old? I don't know. He's like the, one of the greatest offensive players of all time. And he's still going to make any team he joins like an instant contender. Um, probably at least between the nets and, and the Sixers. Um, like I, I just think Ben Simmons is more valuable at this point. Probably. The only question is if you finally surround Embiid with a bunch of people who can shoot at all times, does that take you over the top? And I don't even know if the answer is yes, but I, I think Harden and Embiid in a two man game situation is like, gonna be elite no matter what yeah and you know i we've been in a couple fantasy drafts this this week i'm pretty bullish on seth curry actually i think he is a very nice complimentary piece for you and even if danny green is shooting 31 percent from three which it feels like is inevitable he's still that threat and a nice perimeter defender i think look it's preseason still you know, it's a couple of games. You, I mean, do you think he's going to Philly? Where do you think Harden's going? Oh, I mean, I just want to talk. Uh, I, I, I've, I just want to address your Seth Curry uh, praise. He's not looked good in preseason. Now, it's preseason, and he's like a veteran, and, you know, there's no camp, and, you know, he, obviously he's not going to show up uh, ready to go. No, no, no player that's not like a rookie or a second or third year player is going to show up ready to go uh, within five days. Um, but that said, Danny Green has looked a lot better than Seth Curry, and that is alarming to me. Something else no one is talking about. Seth Curry's coach is his father-in-law. Yeah. Doc Rivers loves to coach people he's related to. Yeah, just ask Austin. That went so well. <laughs> I mean, it went pretty well for a while. I mean, Doc Rivers basically gave Austin a career in the NBA. Yeah, saved his career. Yeah. That's fair. Um, All right. But I, I I, think, to me, it seems more likely that he, he's going to wind up on the Nets. I think the Nets have more pieces that they're probably willing to – like, it's clear – it's made, been made clear that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are running the Nets now. Yeah, I also think it's ironic that somehow a year later after they traded, they got rid of a lot of people for Kyrie and Kevin. They're still so deep, and they're about to sacrifice that depth again for another superstar, which I guess, hey, I mean, LeBron and Anthony Davis just won. Maybe that's what all basketball is, so the joke's on yeah. us. But I think the, I think Eastern Conference. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna right, to say he's going to end, I say he's gonna end on the Nets. I'll say that. And if right, that happens, I think the Nets it... might be fucking favorites to win. Okay, here's my question. Do the Darling, do the League Pass Darling Phoenix Suns become more fun or less fun with Cliff Paul's brother on them? Um, Now, you know, and probably our longtime listeners know, that I'm not a huge fan of watching Chris Paul play basketball. Sure. Uh, but here's but, but I know you did enjoy Chris Paul in the playoffs this year with Oklahoma City. That was some of the most fun Chris Paul we've seen in years. I think old Chris Paul with young kids is like we finally have a fun Chris Paul. I think he's kind of weirdly like given into the fact that like, all right, like I'm old and I'm not going to win a fucking ring. 
So I might as well just have like show the young kids how to like how to win, and that's giving him like a uh, what's the what's the name of the guy the star of Major League? You're an Indians fan, Charlie no, Sheen, the, the old guy, the catcher. I don't fucking know. Whatever. Chris Paul's the catcher in Major oh. League. Yeah, the guy who like blows out his leg while he's running down to yeah, first base. Yeah, but you know what? He taught he taught Charlie Sheen how to win and how to have fun doing it, didn't he? Great. Yeah. Major League movies, in my opinion, over fucking rated. I'm Wait, sorry, but you're a Cleveland I know that's guy. Slanderous. Yeah, relax, everybody. They're fine. Um, I think. What was what was OKC like a five seed, a six seed last year? They were six. Okay. This roster is so much better than the roster CP was with last year. Um, I feel like him and Devin Booker is kind of fucking perfect. Um, it allows him to play off ball where you're like, okay, instead of Ricky Rubio, we have Chris fucking Paul, and also you don't need him to like. I just, I'm I'm having a hard time trying to think why they won't be higher seeded than the Thunder were last year. So you think they're like a five or above lock i think so i could see that i think deandre ayton obviously before he got caught just uh chugging bane juice uh <laughs> he was like he, i was born in the he's dark. incredible ayton i think is gonna be like i think ayton and booker are gonna like have huge breakout years i think we haven't been paying attention to them because they're the Suns and they're in phoenix and they're uh they just don't get coverage because they win 20 games a year. But I think they're going to win like 52 games this year and like be on everyone's map. I'm with you. I might put some betonline.ag money on that. I believe it. Would you um, would you believe that Chris Ball is he's gone to Kinkos and he he's had like a like a life size cutout of Robert Sarver made and he's gonna every time they win. He's gonna remove one piece of clothing. Peel off a piece yeah. of clothing. So we just see Sarver's like little tiny ding dong. Ring that bell. And two little bas- two little basketballs. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what's your third question for the, the My preview? my question. Or your second, second question. Our third, third question, question overall second to you from me. Uh is Kevin Durant and I hate to be so focused on the Nets here, folks, but it, it is Kevin Durant going to remind everyone that he is maybe the best player in the league? Best offensive player and best scorer, I think we can say pretty confidently. He's not a bad defender. I'm not saying he's a bad defender. I still just feel like the question about Kevin Durant that was there before he came to Golden State is still there, and that's like kind of why he's in Brooklyn. So some of that still needs to be answered. Some of it's very, you know, in the all or nothing world that we live but in. To you, to you, what's like, the question? You, the question is, can he win? The question is, can he like go to the finals and bring the team there? Like the question is, can he kind of, you know, like and the answer should have been yes. The answer like they were, you know, a game away from doing it against Golden State. And then he joined them and it was just to me the most incredible thing about Durant in the in the Warriors was like how tough Le- close LeBron made it at all because it really was like an unfair cheat code. So to me this is probably true and this does feel like 
this feels like a, a redemption year, like a LeBron going back to Cleveland. Like everyone's going to be like, oh man, he was so good. He is, oh shit, that's right. He is, he is fucking excellent. I think that's really, I agree with you, but I think this season, if, you know, COVID considering is just probably going to play out to prove that out more so than kind of to be presumptive about it now. You might believe it. And it might be true now. I just kind of want to live it, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I. So what you're saying is he has potential to kind of go God mode and destroy everything. But you yes. don't know if he... G-A-W-D, he like, God mode, You don't yes. know if he has like... Are you, are you saying G-A-W-D because you don't want to say G hyphen D? Why do, why do you keep spelling no. out God like that? <laughs> Because I feel like that's how people write God on Twitter sometimes when they're talking about that's basketball. Um, God. But you think you think there's a personality deficiency, perhaps? No, I don't even... I'm here for it. I'm ready for this story to take place. I just want to experience it before we say it's going to happen. But I'm open to it happening. If, if James Harden come... Okay, so... Kevin Durant was the best player on those Warriors teams that won both finals. And yes, you're right. LeBron took them both uh, deeper than they, he probably should have. Um, in both years, I mean, even what was the was it did was it four one in 2018? Yeah. Oh no, it was four. Oh, they got swept. Okay, then well, never mind. Uh, yeah, because that was the that was the J.R. Smith. Oh game, right, it was, should have been didn't 4-1. have Kyrie. <laughs> Because honestly, yeah. that yeah, it should have been four one, or it might have been different too. He broke his hand after that first game yeah. too. It was pretty clear. But um, yeah, no, I'm with you. I, I don't know. I just think like there's been so many analysts and podcasts basically being like, "Well, we don't know what the Nets are yet. We like it's hard to say." Like they're being left out of like the discussion of being top tier in the East, like as if the Bucks are really that much better than them. Um, and I'm just like, oh, they're top three think, for sure. I think you're, they're no, you're, top you're one. I think they're like Kyrie and Kevin Durant. We like, I think people just forget how good they are because we haven't really seen them that much. We, I think it's Miami, Milwaukee, and Boston. And you uh, have Miami, one, two, three. I think Miami's still going to be feisty. I think they could be the third best team in the in the. I East. weirdly think it might be the Raptors, number three. Could be again, but it, I do feel like at least well, you're right. Milwaukee and uh, former former New Jersey's are definitely kind of in, in a, a class of themselves, and they might be being. I think you're right. I think they're being a, a little disrespected. All right, I'll finish this out with one more. I was going to talk about like COVID stuff, but like we already know that that sucks. So I'm going to change my mind here. No, let's talk about COVID. No, I'm over <laughs> it for a second. Oh, uh, speaking, every day, speaking of COVID, uh, I'm not. I'm being serious here. I'm not. I'm not trying to be silly. Uh, very fascinating episode of uh, This American Life that came out today or uh, yesterday, if, if you're listening on Monday. Um, the uh, it's just all about like the second half is about the development of uh, the vaccine and how we got there and the people that made it and uh, very fascinating and very cool and I think that show is kind of has not been good for a long time but I still listen and uh, and this was a good episode so check it out. That is an underreported aspect of this is how fucking sweet science has been. Oh, yeah. This, and how there's a lot of really cool people doing mm-hmm. awesome work. But otherwise, the world is on fire. Okay. What part of the year do the Lakers break the Clippers' heart? 
when when's the first time do they that they play? <laughs> Remember last year when they played on opening night and it was a such a big deal because the Clippers beat the Lakers in a sloppy game. And then the Clippers couldn't even make it to see them in the playoffs. Yeah, I think I think their hearts are already broken. I think the Clippers are in a state of heartbreak and like this season is going to be about like overcoming that or or delving deeper into it. I feel like Tyloo maybe has the toughest coaching job in the NBA right now. Or like the lowest floor and the lowest ceiling potentially in terms of like how people expect them to do. Yeah, I think they are definitely um like in a weird mess that Tyloo is going to have to clean up cuz like we had all these reports about what a nightmare uh, it was to be a Clipper last year. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard getting all this special treatment. Uh, dudes that have been there for a while or, or kind of the heart and soul of the team were like being kind of uh, brushed aside for for these these guys that like didn't barely were even want to be there. Kawhi Leonard was late all the time or lived in San Diego or didn't you know didn't show up for team flights. And like it does, when you hear about Kawhi, it does sound like he treats basketball as an obligation. He probably <laughs> like does. Like, I bet he doesn't even want to play basketball. Uh, but like, so they they fired Doc Rivers, gave Montrez Harold to the Lakers, and then basically went to Ty Lue and said, "Everything's different now. <laughs> Here you go." And like Ty Lue just has to like figure out how to make this locker room actually like Paul George now? Like, how, how is he going to do that? I'm rooting for Paul George, but it does feel like every time Paul George says anything to anybody, it comes out as like a, what he says is basically just an audible version of the gif where Nick Young like shoots the three and then like turns around and like holds his mm-hmm. hands up and it like airballs. That's like the entire vibe I got from him talking to anybody this offseason. Well, yeah, I mean, I think we might have already mentioned it on the pod, but there was that one moment where um, he was on uh, All the Smoke, and he... <laughs> it's his, MP, his MVP yeah, year. He said yes. his MVP year, but he, the, in that episode also, he said the reason why the Clippers didn't win um, is because, uh, or, or you know, they didn't win in the playoffs because Doc Rivers wouldn't run uh, pick and roll for him. And then immediately, Kevin O'Connor, God bless his little stat nerd heart, uh, tweeted out something like, Paul George like, had more plays end in a pick and roll featuring him this season and in the playoffs than any other point in his career, and it's not even close. It is amazing. The more things change, the more they stay the same. And uh, I think the Clippers are going to have a rough year. I think they're going to have a rough year. I think they are too. I think uh, Lou Williams obviously just wasn't the same last year, and he's not going to be the same this year. Montrez was kind of, you know, the heart of that team, even though he didn't have a great year either. But I think, especially, didn't have a great playoffs. But, like, I think that was probably because he was upset and angry about how he was being treated in the locker room compared to the two new dudes who just got there. Yeah, I also think like this is the year Patrick Beverly loses it completely. Like I feel like his game is sliding enough too, where like he's in a dangerous space where you don't really know. He's a wild card. Yeah. Real quick before we wrap this up, let's just do uh, rapid fire. Uh, 
who do you think is going to be rookie of the year? Oh, Isaac O'Curl. Obi Toppin for me. There it is. I, I love it. Um, who do you have winning the championship? Uh, I think the Lakers run it back. Let's go. Come yeah. on, man. We deserve a parade. Yeah. <laughs> we might just get one because people don't give a shit. I mean, even if... <laughs> I mean, I guess they kind of had a parade for the last yeah. one anyways. Yeah, fuck it. Go to the outlet mall. They're having parades there. Uh, All right. Most improved. Well, I don't know. Someone who was hurt last Can year? Can John Morant win rookie of the year one year and most improved the next year? I don't know. I feel like now... like. Yeah. Oh, I John Morant. By the way, I described this. I think to someone else we were talking. About. I feel like John Morant is like uh, Tom Holland to Dame Lillard's Toby Maguire when it comes to the Spider Man GIF. <laughs> you think he's just a it's second like, coming of Toby Maguire? I, dude. Every time you watch him play, you're like, this guy is fucking. He's fucking great. great. That Memphis he, team, uh, their rebuild is. Coming along much Watch quicker. Watch out, man. Yeah. Brandon Clark. I they're I, I they might be the new sons of League Pass, but the Suns now might be. I was going to say the Suns so. of the East, but then I remembered that for some reason Memphis is not on in the Eastern Conference. Listen, we've we've made a claim, and we should we should reiterate it. What we want our realignment to be for the NBA. Yeah, we should Jerry, Jerry three divisions. Yeah, that's right. Hashtag gerrymander. All, right, well, All right. Well, enjoy. Okay. Enjoy the, the rest of this episode. Do you have anything else you want to plug before we do uh, this? No, just listen to uh, American Prodigy, the story of Freddie Adu that our, our good friend here, Peter Moses, executive produced. It's a great podcast. I've been looking forward to it every week. Freddie Adu is not a story that I would naturally care about, but I'm compelled by this shit. Uh, if you don't know, Freddie Adu is like the young soccer prodigy that was meant to save soccer in America, and it didn't go as well as you think it would. But yeah, that's a great podcast Thanks, series. Buddy. I love it. Episode uh, six drops on uh, tomorrow. Beautiful. Tuesday. All right. Happy basketball, dude. All right, Butterinos. We're going to take a break and tell you about Indeed. 2020 has already reshaped how we work, and it's almost over. Thank the Lord. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site, according to Comscore, which is how you know it's real. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. And you can contact them the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. 73% of online job seekers in the U.S. are visiting Indeed each month, according to Comscore Total Visits. So it's clear Indeed can help get you the quality hire you need. That's why more than 3 million businesses, including Blue Wire, worldwide use Indeed for hiring. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a $75 free credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
This is the best offer available anywhere. Go, right now, seriously, right now, run, get in your car, go to indeed.com slash bluewire, offer valid through December 31st, terms and conditions apply. This episode is also brought to you by Bet Online. Football is back in full swing, baby. Mike Benner might be asleep, but Jamel and I are ba 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 loving it. Are you allowed to reference other ads in ads? I don't know. That might be too inception-y. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spends and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager on my Cleveland Browns than anywhere else. You can get in on the season with opening bonuses today. Start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Well, for at least the next couple weeks because those division futures will be division presents. Head to BetOnline today. Take advantage of a great sign-up bonus. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE, that's all one word, at betonline.ag. Promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Better not. Dude, okay, fine. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. This is a poisoned podcast. Please save your car as you listen to the Airbuds podcast. My name is Jamel. I'm Peter. My name is Mike. PD, PD Podcast, PD Peloton, Peloton P. Here I am. I love it. You're getting a lot of nicknames recently. Fine with it. Pedro? Yeah, all those. Peter's been uh, Peter's been kind of a uh, slammer jammered all day with his office work party. Uh, yeah, I've been drinking his, for a good four trays. hours. Yeah, yeah. forgot his catchphrase. Oh, happy basketball! Like it's on extra. my shirt, dude. Let's go. Why are you Why are you dressed like an extra in Animal House, nigga? What's going on? Because I had to host the holiday Christmas party uh, superlatives, like our Dundies, and this was the closest I could get. So I got oh, my rehearsal dinner jacket that doesn't fit me okay. anymore because i gained 25 pounds in quarantine and sure hey you didn't have to tell us our holiday themed happy basketball shirt old iteration check out the new one that's more holiday themed and then a candy cane that one of my neighbors put in front of my door and said i delivered this with gloves so here you go mm, not with love but with gloves i love it uh guys this is going to be a uh a patreon episode if you want to hear the whole thing you got to go to patreon.com potentially pod I do be determined. Oh. Yeah, because we late with it too. Who knows? Yeah, dude, this could yeah. be a. I might edit this out. This is probably a Monday pod, dude. Are we getting together this weekend? I will. Y'all yeah. niggas never free. Y'all some most. Y'all the most girlfriend having ass niggas I ever met. <laughs> this is absolutely not true. I'm free whenever. Anyways, guys, uh, Patreon.com/slash/AirBudsPod. We're going to be ranking the fucking eastern conference city edition jerseys part two of our two part series and we're doing it with a very special guest uh he's a returning champion he's a friend of the pod we love him you love him he's i don't know first ballot like uh first ballot nba twitter hall of fame i think mount rushmore you can say mount rushmore yeah please welcome before oh please no oh please welcome network himself jason conception how's it going uh it's going well I'm just burning sage. I'm trying to exercise the demons, exercise the pain. I'm trying to get that negative energy, those bad feelings, those harsh words. I'm trying to cleanse my memory of those things in a fundamental way. 
Yeah, I mean, we're obviously talking about Kyrie Irving uh, smudging the uh, I the loved it. Yeah, uh, the Celtics court. Um, I I feel like that is. I have plenty of former workplaces that I would love to go and smudge. I think it's such a like next level esoteric diss on the Celtics organization. Love it. Uh, for fans of this podcast, I am all in on Kyrie Irving right now, forever and always. All slander left aside. Come on, man. However you can feel about anything he's done, we can all agree the garden is pure evil, <laughs> top to bottom. Always has always will be, but not for long. Once that sage kick in, once they get a whiff of that. That's I felt exactly like he right. was like I felt like he was like Cynthia Revo in uh that HBO show Walking into the Cave, you know? Yeah. Where you're just like the spirits of all the hate and like what Violence show are you talking about? The yeah, this is Mr. The Stranger, right? Yeah, the, the stranger. stranger. Yeah, the Stranger. The outside, excuse me, the oh. outsider. The outsider, the outsider. Thank you. Oh, you guys weren't talking about the one where Jill Scott's a detective in Africa? <laughs> oh, whoops. That's on me. The number one ladies detective agency yeah. or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. I remember anything with Jill Scott in it. Uh, Jason, Facts. look. Yes. Uh, for, formerly of The Ringer. Uh, yes. Currently, uh, as of I think last week, you're now with Crooked Media, correct? That's correct. That's correct. Uh, I'm sure you've got so many fun things brewing, uh, new shows, new podcasts, everything. But for like a month and a half, you've been yeah. without uh, without NBA desktop, uh, right. without a without a podcast. Well, uh, tons of. Well, I am. You, we're we're finishing binge mode. We're we're in binge mode Marvel right now, uh, and we're gonna that run is ongoing. So I'm potting. Got it. My voice is oh. there. Basketball, though. Let's but say I, a bas- like I yeah, just wanted you to offer you up. You a currently spot don't have a basketball to like I'm rant here. about something. I'm yeah. here. Uh, do, would you like me? To, I, whenever you want me to rant, I will absolutely yeah. rant. Jason, give us one of those classic. You got the floor, dude. Give us one of those classic Jason consumption. Oh, these open rants. in the corner. Okay. <laughs> James Harden. Listen, I get it. He has. He's got a particular style of play, and it's annoying to people. He has a very, very intense and packed social calendar that may or may not <laughs> affect yeah. his on-court play. May or may not. It's unclear. People, people suspect that. People talk about it. But that's never been proven. He recently uh, was out and about. He didn't go. He skipped camp. Um, wants to be traded, was seen on both coasts in various places in the United States of America without a mask. That's bad. There was recently an article that came out that was like, here's where Kyrie was when he wasn't meeting with uh, Coach Silas, his new coach. He was uh, hanging out with Little Baby, and he gave Little Baby a Prada bag filled with honey buns, and the honey bun apparently I just found out is a name for a, a, a brick of $100,000 in cash. I just yeah, want to say I, I love, I loved learning that. I loved learning that information and I'm going to use it and it's going to enrich my life. But that's not who James Harden hangs out with is not important. And that's all I have to say. And what he decides to gift his friends. What's important is that he didn't have a mask on. And he wasn't at practice when he should have been. That's it. Let him live. Goodbye. That's it. I'm done. Fair. 
fair and honest takes. That's it. Is, is Jerry Steakhouse the best nickname of the last 20 years? <laughs> Jerry Steakhouse is pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I hadn't heard that. Where, how did I miss that? That was on the internet somewhere. That is not mine, but that one fucking slayed me. I was Damn, like, Damn. Afraid, this is my first time hearing it, and I loved every <laughs> very, second of very it. Very good. Yeah. The other thing Jerry is, like, can we just say, like, his weight, it fluctuates over the course of hours, it seems like. Like, he looked in decent shape in the pictures I saw and the videos I saw from his first practice. And then he played the first preseason game, and my guy looked like he had been laid up, like, underneath Bro, an ice cream drip. Yeah, he looked like was, Ben Stiller after he lost in dodgeball. Son, that fool was wearing a fat suit, man. This dude is a weirdo. <laughs> He is he's the NBA's Matthew Perry, and it's not because of his Chandler-esque witticisms. It is because his weight fluctuates wildly from day to day, episode to episode. <laughs> and it, I mean, Matthew Perry, that was because of cocaine. So, it does, right. is there kind of like a an exodus to the East Eastern Conference? Do you see this happening? Are we feeling like this is? I mean, this is of the hour. Uh, so yeah, I, you know. I feel it. I think it's actually. I think that I think the um, Rockets, by all indications, are going to take their time. Certainly, a piece like James Harden, for as divisive as he is, is clearly an offensive genius, one of the greatest offensive weapons, legitimately in basketball history. It's a question of of whether other people are comfortable playing in a system in which one guy just like eats up forty percent of the of the the plays. That said, uh, I think you'll. St- I think, I think he'll move, and I wouldn't be surprised if it was the East. Like, let's see him. Like, if you're Miami, you do it, right? If you're Toronto, Absolutely. you do it. There's a lot of teams that, like, if it, the if offer James Harden, you you probably do it. And if any team out there really, you kind of have to think about it. He's just really good. Shout out to the 2012 Oklahoma City. Oak Thunder finalists for finally trying to bring some balance for all of them potentially being in the Eastern Conference in 2021. That is, uh, at least if not from afar, kind of beautiful to see. Like, I am ready for Russell to um, just tee off on my Cleveland Cavaliers three times a year. Let's go. Jamel, talk about it. We look like some weenies last night. (laughs) 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 We look like the fucking super weenie hut juniors bro <laughs> come on man brad comes out hits a couple shots then you know they let detroit they let them boy go on a 10-0 run by himself and now and now brad's running around with the shoulder slump look like somebody you know dumped in his cereal he's looking all soggy i was just like i'm over this they get even, him off my screen i was actually really surprised because the the announce crew the whiz announce crew were legitimately like maybe brad uh, i bet you brad can't wait to get russ back because he seems like deflated by this it's preseason they're talking they were talking openly about that it's ridiculous over there thomas bryan is the lightest center i've ever seen he's his loafers are lighter than crocs my man this dude laughed at him it's ridiculous. That was Blake has gone full villain, right? I mean, he never was yeah. truly a. He should have been a villain years ago. This yeah. is that's true. 
He was the villain, but he was acting like because he was on Comedy Central every yeah. six months, niggas thought he was being cute. No, he's right. being a fucking asshole, yeah. just like everybody else who's on Comedy Central right I was now. About to say everyone else who's like done like a headlining set of just for laughs, like get in line, you know. <laughs> All knobs. So there's that, and then so then after he gets punked in this interaction, yes. now Thomas Bryan is flexing on every play in the fourth quarter. He, he was. He, he, down 18 you guys have been down 18 this whole time now you want to puff your chest i didn't like it weenies is there is there any bright spot at all aren't you excited to get see rust like in a whiz uniform i kind of got excited. oh for sure when i see him on the sidelines for i'm sure. like i actually can't wait yeah and he he looks like he's involved they had the tape uh yeah. it was a good pr cleanup him just uh trying to get uh, fools in line today in practice Love that. Good to see. I mean, it it's it's been it's preseason. These games are meaningless ultimately. Bro, I Look, just can I just wait. I mean, but come on, I want to get excited no, wait, about Shake Milton being good. Stop. But I know he's no. not actually good. Don't say Shake Milton on this show. <laughs> it's too early to say that. I'm just. Why is everybody trying to come to the East now? Fuck this. I'm sick of... You know what I decided after this... You have Russell show? Wilson. What are you talking No, listen. Listen to Russell what Westbrook. I'm going to say. No. I am... I this, is a public, this is a public announcement. I don't want to hang out with basketball players anymore. I'm sick of the way these guys behave. <laughs> it's disgusting to me. Now you guys are all following KD and Kyrie back, back to the East. You guys are hoes. <laughs> well, you know... Uh, Let's move on to the meat of the podcast, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just end on that note. You can't get any better than you guys are all hoes. Uh, guys, we're ranking the Eastern Conference City Edition jerseys. Uh, we're doing it. You know, last week we, we, we started at 15, worked our way down to number one. This week we're going nice. to go reverse because, uh, you know, it's more fun to end on dunking on ugly shit, I think. Um, That's fair. So what we did... Uh, shout out to Peter for ha- having the idea in the first place. Uh, <clears throat> Very drunk. I had everyone I had everyone send me their rankings, 1 through 15. I averaged them all together to come up with an well, official. Well, the general show idea was my idea. Yeah, the no, this is Jamel's idea Jersey through and through. It was my idea. You then did a second draft on it, Peter. I'm sorry. Uh, continue. I mean, if we're, going, if we're going back far enough, like I, this podcast was my idea. That's also so probably like, true. Really... So it's like a story by Benner. And then this idea is like a this episode is like a story by on Jamel, but then everybody kind of like teleplay, teleplay about all of this. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, this is a uh, story by Mike Benner um, uh, based on uh, a novel by uh, Dr. Naismith. Um, Yeah, created by the three of us. Executive produced by Marijuana. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, So guys, let's jump right into it. Uh, Like I said, we all ranked them. We we we. I averaged together the ranking, mm-hmm. uh, and this is our order. And we all had this this jersey at number one, and that is the Miami Heat. A clear, the, clear runaway winner. Yeah, the gradient what Vice City jersey. There's no denying it. It's do you think this too... jersey has done more for the goodwill of this team since the LeBron era Heat than like any other player? Like I feel like this is the most important thing they've done. Yeah, the Vice City this is jersey, his... yeah. Yeah, as the big vice as is like the unlocking of the, the, the blue, like the, the beautiful pink. blue yeah. and the pink. Yeah. I, you, big as you, Donis Haslam. I 100% agree with you because it's, listen, as a Knicks fan, I have a significant uh, antipathy 
towards the Miami Heat. And it, and then it's you look at those jerseys and you just those are hard. What can you say? They're hard. That's exactly right. They, they go just, extremely they get hard. You. They hit you where it hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I think the uh the one downside to these jerseys are uh that the primary the primary uh number of sales are going to go to white frat kids with harrow on the back. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing you could do, but that was always going to be the case. There's nothing that can be done about that. That's the yeah. life yeah. we lead. And that's the country we live in, and that's the times uh, we exist in. That's just how it is. Very true. Uh, anything else to say about this jersey before we move on to number two? Uh, it's just fucking beautiful. I feel like sometimes yeah. someone who like does a sequel of a something that works well yeah. and it, like goes horribly wrong, and this is just a home run. Like the Nuggets, you know, just ran it back and made it red. Terrible choice. This is a beautiful next step. Yeah, I just like saying things are iridescent. I've been doing it since Need for Speed Underground. Uh, that's when I found out what that meant. Uh, it, it matches a pair of Nikes I hate, but I would get the Nikes now. Uh, don't know if I'm ever actually going to buy it. We still have time to make our Tommy Versetti jersey mm. if we so choose. I'll say the other one um, more thing is the 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 PR the marketing of it has been fantastic. Like the photo uh, the photo sets with the kind of like light coloration that matches the coloring of the jerseys. It's just uh, all everything about it has been really well done. Yeah, and it looks like James Austin Johnson's headshot. <laughs> you look at his headshot. So shouts out to James. This is amazing. What a niche. A inside baseball. What an right? absolutely wow. niche pull. comment. Pull. <laughs> hey, everybody on the show laughed. That works for me. Um, that, that three of seven laughs you will get. Um, <laughs> I do want to say one last thing about these stickers or these uh, these jerseys. They remind me of those oily stickers. Remember those from oh, when we yeah. were kids that the like, kids would put on their binders? Yeah. Uh, and, and when I was like five years old, I used to see those and like want to eat them. And I think... I still have those feelings now. I kind of want to yeah. eat this jersey. Mm, well, that's pretty gross. Yeah. Anyways, moving on to number two. Uh, we all had this pretty similarly ranked. Uh, it is the Atlanta Hawks MLK jersey. Yeah, I mean, if everybody's going to do black and gold, somebody's got to be a winner. And uh, there you go. Yeah. I think my only knock on this one is that I immediately always think it's Milwaukee, and then I realize it's MLK. Nah, I'm, I fucks with it. I still, I think the Peachtree joints last year were better, but uh, yeah. you know, it's better than Memphis getting to doing it. Like, yo, at least this dude used to kick it here. Yeah, right. You guys are commemorating <laughs> that my that my man got popped. Yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> that was rough. That was like, like, get out of here. That's not a great one. Not a great. Not a great connotation. It doesn't Memphis. make me feel good. It doesn't make me want to go to a pool party when I throw that on. <laughs> it is also very like. Um, it shows you kind of how much weaker the Eastern Conference jersey are than the Western oh, Conference terrible. because this is a solid jersey. I feel like this may be coming in 7 to 10 in the West, and it's just like I just had to put a top three because there's a bunch of yeah. baloney out here. The fall off from 1 to 2 is incredible, and then the fall off Wild. furthermore yeah. because once uh, – let's be 100%. Like once we get into 3, 4, 5, it's just like about the font. It's not even about the color anymore. Like it's just like it's clean and I can read it. The fall off is Facts. unbelievable in the East. Yeah, it, this was a very weak crop. Uh, well, let's just get right into number three. Uh, we uh, I think had this all pretty, you know, in the 
upper half of our rankings. Uh, it's the Indiana Pacers. They're kind of throwback mm-hmm. pinstripe jerseys. Come on, man. The greatest era of Pacers basketball. Yeah. Larry Bird's the fucking coach. You got Reggie cooking, man. They took LA to six, man. They could have won that game. Jalen Rose went off in that game six. Actually, if you rewind that tape, he was giving Kobe fits. But, you know, there's nothing to be done about Shaq. Yeah, these are these are just and malice at the palace. Malice at the palace. Exactly. There's they're kind of acknowledging that the malice at the palace happened, which I like. Yeah, it does feel like uh like Brad Miller would be wearing this Oof. while he punched you or something. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, man. Ron Artest deserves a hundred percent of the profits from these jerseys. Again, there is something about like just a solid throwback, and that again shows kind of how bad the road is yet to come. 100% yeah yeah I think it's like definitely a nice play like they couldn't they didn't have a good idea Oklahoma City kind of did the NASCAR thing this year so they couldn't do the NASCAR thing this year uh so they just kind of harken back to their past and that's always a winner how do you think that works like if one team uh wants to do NASCAR or wants to do like a Basquiat thing or wants to like uh commemorate that uh you know, Lewis and Clark stopped in their city uh, 150 years ago, or whatever. Like, <laughs> oh, how do they? Yeah. How do they claim every it? Midwestern joint? How do they like claim that? You think? Like, do they have to? Does do that think... go to arbitration? I we got to find this out. It would be hilarious if Utah was trying to make a Basquiat jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to hear their argument for why they deserve it over Brooklyn. I think it's yeah. If it's if it, if your town has one of them commemorative signs yes. that you could read about right. the shit that happened in it you can make a throwback out of that yeah shout out to tim baltz by the way uh vip of this podcast who i saw once at a live comedy show go as the person who runs the gondola in the down in downtown indianapolis <laughs> <laughs> just well in another time you know in another time guys let's move on to another black and gold edition. This is coming at number four, the Toronto Raptors. Black and gold. Hey, Jersey. sure. The uh, shorts take this to another level. I agree. I had this ranked number three. I thought it was just very, uh, just the most striking of all. I think this is black and gold work. I wish Drake didn't get all the credit, but yeah, <laughs> it looks like it was designed by a really smart Raptor. <laughs> <laughs> Raptors over rappers, yeah. It's awesome. Um, yeah, it's very simple. There's not much to it, and there's not even much to say about it because it's like a good-looking jersey, and again, I, the fact that it's so plain and ranked this high says something about it. It's very jerseys. readable, again, which I think is going to be important as we go down here. And I'm I'm always a fan <laughs> of the kind of sp- – the, the, the boldness of the bordering on the text – and I think they did it. They just handle it really well here, you know. Grading on an east scale it's, again. To your yeah. point, though, Jason, it could have dipped into Cleveland Cavalier territory. Like it could have gone wrong a bunch of places with the font. Don't let yeah. Could have gone definitely wrong. Man, let's yeah. let's but save our they, fire they, for they the didn't. Cleveland. Yeah, oh, don't you worry. He's, and, he's got wait, do we think the Cleveland jersey went wrong? He's got unlimited rounds. <laughs> Concerning because we haven't even haven't even talked about it. So, yeah. but I like the one swoop too. Like it's like one big raptor yeah. style feature. There is also like a good a good yeah. cut. 
I might have to get them shorts. I don't think I can wear that jersey, but I do have the corresponding jacket already. Yeah. Throw that with the shorts. Now, that's pool party time. It's like pool party and it just started raining. Oh, yeah, this is definitely yeah. pool party jersey. Yeah, yeah. My, I guess my thing with the shorts is, do y'all think it's like, is it weird from like a, a narrative perspective standpoint that they are the Raptors, but also they have the Raptor scar on them? Why would they be clawing at themselves? You know what I mean? The duality of, of dinos. Right, you got me there. I think it's so, yeah. more like kind of like Fight Club, like who's the raptor on the block uh, who's kind of like fought with the other raptors. Maybe a bunch of them got it at it with a T-Rex, you know? See, I see it as kind of the team is actually like the rap, the Toronto Raptor like itself. Like it, they serve as his army. And in order to serve, the raptor must put its mark upon you. You must draw blood. You must give blood mm. to take blood. Okay. Oh, this I like. A raptor blood oath, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, natural transition, guys. We talked about fonts. Here's one with a wacky font. The Brooklyn Nets come in at number five. I had this as my number two. I love this jersey so much. Mm, I, I mean, I don't love it so much, but it's it's good. I'm like the kombucha gif with this one. I saw it, and I made the lemon face, but then it's kind of grown on me since, and now I kind of feel like I hate it again, but... I appreciate what a hard swing they took. They took a big, big swing. They were going, they were going for the stands with this one. Right. I think there are two teams on this list that took gigantic swings. One, one hit it out of the park, and one hit themselves in the face with the bat. And I think okay. still haven't talked about the Cavs. Yeah, yet, Brooklyn. Right, Brooklyn is the one that hit it out of the park to me. I, I, I'm with you though, Jason, and like. I also appreciate like a movie or something where I'm like, did I hate that or do right. I love it? But I don't know, but I'm thinking about it for the next two months. Yeah. And even just the, the the result of the thinking, I feel like, is victorious enough. It looks like when you turn over a rug and you're looking at the wrong side. You know what I mean? Like it kind of looks like that, <laughs> the texture. And that yeah. that Ooh. throws me off. But again, I just really appreciate that we're, they were like, let's just let's just really go for it. You know what I mean? What player are you getting? Cool Rooks. I might get that Cool Rooks. I want to get a player that's definitely going to be forced off the team by Kyrie Irving. I, I got to go Levert, yeah. right? Yeah. Then you... I got to get Kyrie. They are. I got to get Kyrie. Yeah, I yeah, was going to they... say, actually, I might I get, Kyrie. get Kyrie. Yeah. They should sell bundles with smudge sticks now. <laughs> Come on, yeah. man. They're deep, man. They are really deep. They're deep. They're deep. They're pretty and good. They're, uh, I mean,. They're up 31-15 on the Boston Celtics right now as we are recording this. And they look uh, kind of scary good. It's got Jared the, Allen coming off the bench. It's, it's fucked. It's fucked. Listen, if the Browns can be good, this can be Kevin Durant like returning to into people's favor for just being like an all-around great guy. Yeah, after. I think people – there's just recency bias like has forced people to forget that Kevin Durant yeah. is – one B to LeBron's one A. <laughs> like he is one of the best players in the world in the history of the game. Absolutely. There was a did we go to game five of the Clippers series round one where like two years ago, pre Kawhi, um, and it was just like Durant hitting eighteen footers for like an hour and a half straight, just like over anybody. Yeah. He's it was, incredible. 
It was unbelievable. It's annoying. It was fucking beautiful. And honestly, like, for a guy that skinny with as weird a, a hairline as he has to be just, like, busting yeah. people and they're just powerless within his grip, there's, like, nothing you, they can do, it is an absolute spectacle when he's just stroking it like that. I'm excited to see uh, oh. see him come back. Yeah. He's You've heard really it from good. Jason. Kevin Kevin Durant is an inspiration to ugly people everywhere. I didn't say <laughs> <No>. that. <laughs> Mark it. I'm 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 summing I'm summing him up a little bit, but uh, no, it's just a bad listen, hairline. You come on. <laughs> it's, just, it's bad. It's just he's bad. honestly cute. It's just bad. It's just bad. It's, it's bad. fine. It's, it's all, that's all. He works with it. Yeah. And you know that's like a tall guy thing. Not that I would know, but I would I would imagine you're seven feet tall. It's like everything's in the clouds. So. Yeah, and nobody's gonna see the top They're of your head even see it. unless you let them. Yeah, like from fun. a drone. Yeah. Last it. week, last week someone said on this podcast that Kevin Durant has feet that look like baguettes. So he's this is the least amount of. I said that, and I'm absolutely right. Jason, have you ever looked at a picture of Kevin Durant's bare feet or socked feet? Um, when haven't I? They are long and cylindrical and <laughs> like fucking baguettes. Hold on. Uh, yeah. Okay. Kevin Durant, bare feet. What a, this is gonna fuck my algorithm wow. up. Wow. Uh, it's like yeah, nah. <laughs> oh Jesus. They are in, insane looking feet. I mean, but like he's the my man is is seven feet tall. You know, it's like I think any, any he need, dude. If he didn't have those feet, he would be he'd be toast. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, I'm not saying, like, all this is to say, you know, God gave him these gifts specifically to make him one of the best basketball players in the history of the game. Yes. God I mean, he Benner, literally, is yeah, he Benner actually... wears size 16. Benner, you have, like, horse feet, man. You have, like... 15. Yeah. But, yeah, let's oh, not talk right. about my feet. My feet are <laughs> fat and ugly and weird. Um, guys, let's get into to number six. Let's get off my feet and onto the Chicago Bulls. Uh, I think we all had this ranked... Firmly, well, actually, Jamel and I had it number nine, and Peter and Jason agreed at number three. Uh, it's just the same reason. Yeah. MLK with the the Hawks, Jason. I thought the exact same thing. I was like, if I'm going to like the Hawks jersey this much, the Chicago jersey is nice and clean and fine. It's nice and, and the clean. Font was nice. I, yeah, I like the font a lot. It uh, recalls like Chicago the musical and also yeah. pizza mm. a little bit. Like, there's a little bit of a pizza vibe. Uh, I like it a lot. A little Fosse Vernon there, if you little will. Little Fosse yeah. Vernon, a little 1920s, like, flapper dancing mm. kind of feel. Yeah, Al Capone. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, like, smoking a stogie and, like, uh, beating Un- the guy's the head The Untouchables. In. The Untouchables. Yes. Mm. All of that. Peter. Okay. Peter, how many times have you played mobster number three in a play? <laughs> oh, man. A couple times, a couple times. I think most notably in Oklahoma, I was uh, I was like the the constable or something like that. But yeah, yeah. a couple times. Wow, you can play a mobster and a constable. This guy's got range. Bo- yeah, range. The boy man. is all range. over the floor. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It just feels. It makes me think of Renee Zellweger. It's it's great. It's, you know, Art Deco. I'm I put it at number nine, but I'm happy with it at number six. It's a yeah. it's a good fine jersey. Three through ten in this fucking conference are the same. Pretty the much. Same. Do I get the do I get the custom Queen Latifah Chicago jersey? Mm. Has anyone ever said Queen Antifa? Is that I'm sure someone else. It's gotta something? be a Twitter display. Yeah, name. Probably, yeah. yeah. So one hundred percent a white lady on Tumblr and wherever oh, else. Yeah, you're right. 
Um, it's very hashtag resistance comedy. Um, yeah, it's a good jersey. It's a good jersey. Yeah. Number seven, guys, uh, is the Orlando Magic with their white and orange jersey. I don't think the Magic have ever done any orange in their uniforms before, so this is like a complete departure. No, they did it last year. They were on their they're getting on their citrus yeah. shit. Yeah, Shout out it. to Florida Citrus. They're on their citrus. <laughs> and this jersey just causes me so much grief. Like, I love the color. But why are they doing the old Dwight Howard cut body on the jersey? Like it sucks. Nobody wants to commemorate Dwight Howard. They don't want to do that. Make them shits look like 1995 and make want. them orange and white. Don't. Yeah. What the fuck is your problem? Well, Nick you know Anderson, who... Penny. That shit. Yeah. That's Thank what you. we want. Hedu Turku is like part of a fucking dictator regime. I don't want to think about Hedu Turkoglu as City Walk. I always forget that Hedo Turkoglu is like a kind of a terrorist now. <laughs> Look, he went a different way with his, yeah. but he was a hooper for them. He was probably my favorite player on that team. He was just a real solid uh, guy with that real... Hedo on steroids killed the Cavs. Yeah. Killed him in that year. Real solid oh, guy. Yeah, the final Had run. that real flat-looking weird jump shot, and he elevated like half an inch off the ground, but he was just could handle the ball. Love it. Body like SpongeBob, but just got it done. Yeah, I vaguely remember his jump shot being like incredibly slow, right? Like everything he did. Was yeah, slow. I just feel like his release was like, like Steph's release is like literally one eighth the time of his. He was but one he was of good. Them, he was good. He was one of those first players like him when he was on the Kings, like him and Peja, where it was like when the announcers would be would would say that okay Peja Stoyakovich is 6'9 and Hito Turkoglu is 6'10 I'd be like now you guys are lying because they don't <laughs> I don't understand how that works are you serious what was Peja that tall no way Peja was taller let's see Peja was I think Peja was I, I want to say Peja was 6'9 hold on I'm gonna look it up right now make Peja sure you will real height real height yeah then we'll then we'll find out Peja Stoyakovich, real high, six foot nine, two twenty. Oh wow, nice. Yeah. Damn, he do six ten. Yeah, they're big. <sighs> Get Damn. Him ass. I thought of him as like six five, that, but I, maybe that's just it's wild. Spite. His game was just like a smaller wow. guy's game, but he power forward size. And this is how st- excited we are about this jersey is that we have been talking about not it for two <laughs> minutes. <laughs> I actually love jerseys. I hate oranges. Hate this jersey. That's what I have you to hate say. Oranges? Uh, hate this jersey too. I love oranges. The best this part about the Orlando team that. is that they're they're called the Magic, and the worst part is that they're in Florida. So lean into the former. I'll say this: I I yeah. love I the way they. So it's just or O R L with a star, and then the number, and that I actually really like. I, I love like the way too. they. I, I I like the text. Agreed, man. I, the text is beautiful. Yeah. Everything but that fucking flat, yeah. weird chest area. Well, you know, no. I think for a lot of people, you know, a shout out Kyle Kimball, listener, Magic fan. I think he would love to harken back to the Dwight era. I think for a lot of fans under like 30, 
Dwight Howard was yeah, their Shaq. But he's like he's like twenty seven. That's not like his fault. Like he should acknowledge and appreciate history, even if he wasn't there to enjoy it. Lord, just just say the next jersey. <laughs> uh, give it up at number eight. Your Milwaukee Bucks. Now, Jamel, you had this at number four, and I'm curious as to why. I love the shorts once again. As a whole thing, it looks like a jersey I could make on NBA 2K 08. And that's, you know, give me a hit or miss, give or take. But I fuck with that logo on the shorts a lot. And that is just the, the they should be using the state of Wisconsin with the word Bucks way more often. I could do without the jersey, but the shorts sell it for me. I would I, say the I, shorts are better than the jersey. I 100% agree. The white outline on the state uh, is beautiful and classic. It's just a classic look. I don't love the like, kind of like two-tone bisected top. It's just weird to me. It kind of harkens back to like the alternate uh, Arsenal jersey from like 2012. Ooh. But, oh, but the shorts are hard. I love the shorts. Oh. Why'd you say Arsenal? <laughs> it's a tough time. Show. Tough times right I'm so... Mm. To me, these jerseys are like they've now kind of like lost the thread of the Milwaukee. Like, what does it mean for like Milwaukee Bucks yeah. city jersey? I'm just like, I where know. are we now? What are we doing I, here? Yeah, was it's that an episode? Of, was this an episode of Laverne and Shirley? <laughs> like, that this is based on right, right. <laughs> it feels like it would be a fictional professional basketball team in a TV show or movie called like the San Diego Wave or something. Like it, it feels more like yeah, the yeah, ocean no. than it does Milwaukee. Is it? I swear to God, I made these jerseys on 2K on Dreamcast, bro. Is it another Cream City thing because of like the prominent white people? I... <laughs> Milwaukee is very prominent with white people. <laughs> I'm just saying. Both. <laughs> well, they called it Cream City because of the, right. as you're saying, the white tiles in the downtown area, right? So that's right. why they called it Cream City. Which everybody understood. Which that. is a stretch in. Yeah. Yeah. We're all like, oh, yeah, of course. The white tiles. Yeah. The famous white tiles. I know when I'm talking about great uh, sites in America to see, I'm always talking about the famous white tiles yeah. of Milwaukee. Well, you, catch you in Milwaukee you, for those white tile viewings. You got to see them. Uh, top five places to go in Wisconsin. Number one, these fucking white tiles. Number two, <laughs> Brett Favre's house. Number three. <laughs> Brett Favre's other creative. <laughs> yeah, I love tourist attractions where you have to like look down at your fucking feet to enjoy them. <laughs> oh, yeah. And number four, wherever Cool Cool Cow grow, grew up. Uh, if you remember the song In My Projects, oh, yeah. Tim plays them In My the, Projects right here. Number five is the Making a Murderer trailer, the actual trailer. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Yeah, honorable mention to uh, wherever they had Karan Butler locked up. <laughs> you were saying? At number nine, guys, we have... Buzz Buzz. It's the Charlotte Hornets. Buzz City jersey. Mm. Everyone uh, except for Peter was a little uh, unimpressed with this one. Peter at number five. Okay. Yeah, I had a number five because like any jersey that just says Buzz City on it is like kind of kind of. You know, that's a strong argument, actually. <laughs> it's just like Buzz City, whatever. Like Buzz Buzz, let's go, baby. Buzz City. Like it's just something I was like, this is kind of silly, and like I just respect something being a little bit different here. But everything else, I am with every what everyone's about to say. If I was like drinking Buzz Balls all the time, if I was like head of marketing at Buzz Balls, yes. 
Yeah. Buzz City. I got to tell you, I, you. You actually pitched it better than, uh, you know, anyone else that I've uh, seen or heard or read about talking about these jerseys. That's actually the best way to frame these, that they're fun and they're silly and then it's kind of unexpected. There's a lot of th- other things to hate about it. The vertical lines, the two-tone vertical lines. Everything else, understand. you would say. Yeah. But the Buzz City aspect, you are absolutely right. That is a little bit fun. I'd like to think that Michael Jordan was like hammered playing poker when like the jersey designer <laughs> brought these to him. And he just didn't want to look up from his cards. And we're like, yeah, yeah, whatever, kid, get out of here. And then he woke up hungover the next day to this announcement. And he was like, Buzz City, what the fuck? Because it is so silly. It is very silly and uh, not in line with Jordan's kind of tone overall as a person. Right. Feels in line, though, with Jordan and how he, like, relates to, like, the team. Corny, white Like, doesn't give a shit or, like, just, like, says some corny weird shit. And otherwise, it's just like on the golf course, unless he's like basically turning Gordon Hayward into the next Nicholas Batum. He should make some jerseys that look like that fucking tequila he was sipping on. That's what we. That's what we want. Somehow the 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 line of like the 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 tan liquid like kind of rises and lowers throughout the yeah yeah. the game. Yeah, their warm up (laughs) pants should just be like Jordan dress pants from like nineteen ninety six. Oh yeah, they got the big baggy denims. Yeah, they're yeah. Just, just like those big wide y'all are y'all are referencing like uh, Chincoro tequila by the way which is the tequila brand that Michael Jordan owns with Jeannie Buss and uh and Wes Edens of the Milwaukee Bucks and uh what? And someone else from the uh from the Celtics ownership group can it, it's just a wild maybe ja- I, Wick, think uh, Jackie McMullen. I think Grousebeck. Jackie McMullen's in there <laughs> No. Can investing in a tequila company be considered tampering? Like, yes. Okay, yeah. Call Adam Silver. But it's tight as shit, dude. This is like, dog. They're giving us like ballers and entourage. This is like season twelve. Yeah. It's wild when you have like uh, money and leverage to the level where you're like, I have a, I have a hobby, and all of a sudden a company pops up and you end up employing like three hundred people. Because you like to. Where do you think? Where do you think, Jason? They had the conversation that started that tequila company. Like, where do you think Michael and Jeannie were? Time, place, location for like where? Monaco. (laughs) Monaco. They was at nigga. They was at the Grand Prix. Yeah. Uh, Grand Prix 2017. You know what I'm saying? Louis Louis Hamilton stepping up to the podium for like his fourth or fifth of them things. Not to reference another Jason pod, but makes me takes me right to Iron Man two. Ah, well, you see, nice. Let me let me ask you about Louis for a second. Uh, is is Mercedes? I hear a lot of scuttlebutt. The Mercedes that the, they're cheating at Formula One. That they know what other. Oh, they have to be. Oh no, they. I don't know anything about it, but there's no way they're playing fair. Well, that's what a lot of people are saying on the Formula One forums. I don't know why I know that, but I know it. They say that Mercedes is cheating. They're cheating somehow. How? They like know about other people's uh, engines and builds somehow. Nigga, they because they want their cars are literally one of the cars from cars. <laughs> 
I would and World War I would II. be suspect of any company that once collaborated with Nazis, but uh, you know that's just me. Well, that's, I've got bad news for you once on again, every look. German company. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>